0: Hi everyone and welcome to this episode of Coogee Voice. Today we're talking with Karen Horder, Assistant English Coordinator at Sydney's Catholic Schools. In this episode we talk about the HSE and what it means in the scheme of things. We provide practical tips for Year 12 students and talk about the importance of having balance in your life as well as some practical tips for parents trying to support their kids with distant learning. You're listening to Coogee Voice.
1: Oh, yes, the main thing is not to think of it as the be-all and end-all of your life. You know, I've been teaching it for over 30 years now and every year, you know, the students are quite anxious and obviously want to do their best, but as long as they keep in perspective that no matter what happens in the HSC, life will go on. But the best scenario is if they have a desk of their own and a space of their own where they can have quiet. And also I feel that parents would like to know that just by talking to their student, their son or daughter, or for the caregiver, to be able to express an interest in all the things that they're doing, that can be quite calming for a HSE student. Karen, welcome to Goodye Voice. How are you going today? Great. Thanks for having me. And Karen, how are you going with lockdown at the moment? Oh, yeah, from crazy to contented, I think, every day. (laughs) There's lots of things going on with the students and, you know, preparing the lessons takes a lot longer because, you know, you've got to try and gauge what you would do in a classroom with lots of different aptitudes just all at one time on the screen. So, uh, yeah, it's it's quite intense and also I think... um, Missing the students is something that teachers really draw energy from. So uh, it's it's quite different being even though we had a turn of it last year, I feel like each time it's it's a brand new show.
0: Now, Karen, before we get into maybe some practical tips for students and parents at this time, can you give us a bit of background about yourself and tell us a little bit about your experience?
1: Yeah, sure. I've been teaching for a long time since 1987. I started teaching all boys and then all girls and then co-ed and uh, for most of the time I've been an English teacher and that's my specialty up to HSC and all the different levels, extension one, extension two and um, I've HSC marked for those topics and subjects as well as um, studies of religion. And in the last couple of years, I spent some time in secondment looking after Aboriginal education across the eastern region of Sydney. So I've had a, a plethora of examples of different uh, times in teaching, but all the time with teenagers and you know lots of various experiences that I hope to be able to share with you today.
0: So well, let's dive into it. Year 12, senior students. Now, the HSE isn't the easiest or most joyful experience at the best of time for a lot of Year 12 students. Have you got any tips for students at the moment who might be having a little bit of anxiety about the future?
1: Oh, yes. The main thing is not to think of it as the be all and end all of your life. You know, I've been teaching it for over 30 years now and every year, you know, the students are quite anxious and obviously want to do their best. But as long as they keep in perspective that no matter what happens in the HSC, life will go on and there's so many different opportunities, your path in every different direction, you have the opportunities to to do whatever it is you like to do and that you possibly um, could think of yourself doing. So that's my first thing to say about HSC is that, Yes, I'm a teacher and yes, I teach HSE, but it's not, you know, the absolute be-all and end-all of life. But in saying that, of course, I want my students to do well and I want them to perform at their best. And I think it's really a great opportunity and challenge for students to really try their hardest for those exams. And so at this point in time, you know, they need to realise they have to have a balance. So it's not just doing... Study for the exam, but also getting outside, having some exercise, and you know thinking about compartmentalizing all their different subjects so they get a break. Mostly, I say to the students that if they can find something that works for them. Lots of students like to make posters of you know revision posters that sort of thing and put them around their bedroom walls or even put them in plastic sleeves. My daughter used to do that and have them in the in the shower, but um, sometimes you never even read those those revision posters, you just have them up and it'd be a consolation or, or, or a way of preparing for the exams to make you feel like you're really organised. And then there's other s- students who would make little cards and, and read those, you know, to each, um, well, to their parents, I guess, or to whomever they were living with. And so it's very, um, you know, there there's a myriad of ways of preparing for the HSC. But the main thing is to stay calm and just to do your best and to know that there is light at the end of the tunnel and life after the HSC. For
0: year 12 students who might be feeling a little bit stressed, they're living at home with brothers and sisters, any advice that you could give them of how they can study in those kind of environments?
1: Yeah, sure. All, all of the family situations, you know, they've come across, you know, there's a myriad of different ones, of course. But if the student, if the parents could give the student some space in the home. And if that has to be a shared space, then they need to have headphones, I guess, and a blurred screen behind them. So if someone walks by, you know, there's, there's no distractions. But the best scenario is they have a desk of their own and a space of their own where they can have quiet. And also I feel that the parents would like to know that just by talking to their student, their son or daughter, or for the caregiver to be able to express an interest in all the things that they're doing. That can be quite calming for a HSE student to know that, you know, the things that they're learning are of importance to other people. And so I think that's a good tip that if, you know, on the one hand they can be left alone, but when they do have an opportunity to come and socialise with the family, that people are interested in what they're doing and giving them confidence that they are working towards a great goal.
0: We have a lot of listeners on Coochie Voice who are parents who are hoping to support their kids at home with distant learning. Have you got any practical tips that you can give parents at this time?
1: Good luck, parents. (laughs) Yes, I have. And the main one is you know, the personalized learning plan that we try to have for each student when we're with them at school, where we see their reactions, where we know if they're engaging in what we're teaching and if, you know, they're responding to what's happening in the classroom or to their, their peers is gone so what's going to replace that is the parents and if the parents or caregivers can show an interest in what students are doing you know that old question when they get in the car or how was school good you know not much more is said from the teenager but you're really going to have to pride a little bit further and ask about the specific subject matter and then say, oh, you know, I didn't actually learn that when I was a kid or, you know, maybe we didn't cover that when I was younger or alternately, oh, that's something I really enjoyed and this is what I recall about reading Pride and Prejudice or whatever it might have been. So really keeping those lines of communication open because all the students, they really want someone to show an interest in their learning and that has to fall to the family members at this point in time. And another thing is that parents, you know, need to show by example that they really have faith and in the education system and value it so that they can support whatever the teacher is asking the student to do and say, oh, you know, that seems like a great idea. Yes, let's do this experiment in the kitchen and and bake a cake and count the ingredients or what have you you know, something that can be shown that, that they are really supportive of education. And then the main thing is to read. I know I'm an English teacher, but it's the main thing for every success in school and in life is reading. And if the parents can be seen to be reading, even, you know, in the vicinity of the child and what would be even greater would be to read with them or to them, even as teenagers, that is something that has always, in my experience... Um, being reflected in students' ability at school. So if it's a a family of of readers and people who value education, then that will really be a a practical tip for for parents to um, show that interest and engagement.
0: Are there any good books around at the moment that you would recommend to listeners?
1: Oh, there's thousands of great books out there. Come on. (laughs) I just read Villa. Tharawala rang, which is The River of Dreams by Anita Heiss. Fantastic book show, showcasing all about uh, an Indigenous woman and her life in Gundagai during the floods in the last century and it was fascinating to see Australian history in that way. And also, you know, a non-fiction book I just read is the Bree Lee one, Who Gets to Be Smart?, And, you know, that's a great read for parents, you know, to find out what exactly, you know, are the barriers to learning in our society. So I think, um, yes, there's there's times of books. There's so many books. At the moment with my classes, I'm reading Huckleberry Finn. You know, if you don't have access to books that are new, then, you know, all of the, the whole canon of the English literature is freely available on the net because, you know, it's gone out of copyright. It's so old. But they are fantastic books there to be read for free. I also just
0: want to say for people that are looking for books, libraries have gone online as well and there are huge numbers of digital books that you can now access for free through your local libraries. Karen, <laughs> before I let you go, there are three questions that we ask all of our listeners that come on to Could you Voice. You must declare the best beach in the eastern suburbs, where you can get the best burger and where it sells the best coffee,
1: go. Okay, the best beach I have to say is Bondi Beach. My sister lives there and uh, she's, her family, all the uh, surf lifesavers there. So, you know, I've been there quite a few times and it's fabulous, as everybody knows, last week, even whales and dolphins, all sorts. Uh, The best coffee, I have to disappoint the listeners, I'm not a coffee drinker, but, um, you know, there's a swag of coffee shops along that road there. And the third one was? burger. Oh, a burger. Hmm. I'm going to have to go with um, Maroobra Bay Pub there, down um, overlooking the water there. Great burgers and great fries.
0: Before I let you go, if parents or students are looking for any additional resources, that things that might be able to give them, study tip advice or advice for parents who are trying to help their kids at home, where should they
1: head to? Well, NESA has fantastic resources always available and even they have lots of mental health options for students to go onto their website and access various things for, you know, meditation and reflecting and mind space opportunities. And, of course, all of the past papers and responses are available on the NESA website as well. So if students are looking for HSE papers and trial papers you know, to see and uh, gauge some responses, then they're all available there. So, of course, they've also set up, um, the Department of Education has got lots of opportunities on their website for a myriad of different opportunities, lots and lots of resources. So, really, your school would have all the links and I'm sure your teachers would be more than happy to send you in the right direction for many more resources for lots of fun activities at home and to enjoy, you know, further. Karen, thank you
0: so much for joining us on Coogee Voice.
1: You're welcome. Cheerio.
0: To all our Year 12 listeners, best of luck. But remember, It's so important to have balance in your life and don't forget, keep on reading. You've been listening to Coogee Voice.